Hey everybody, Nick here. Just real quick, a few times throughout the show I say Josh is doing the speedrun for Destiny 2. I realize halfway, that wasn't the case. He's doing Horizon Zero Dawn, so every time you hear me say Destiny 2, he's really doing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, everybody enjoy the show. It's Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Right below me, if you are watching, is Josh. Josh, say hello to the people. Why, hello, everyone. Thank you, Josh. And to my left, if you're watching, is Jake. Jake, how are you doing there? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Oh, I'd love to hear that you're doing great. I love to see you guys prospering. Uh, did I say it? prospering, right? Prospering. Prospering? Prosper. This guy has Prosper? a master's degree. My, I don't know. My brain. We we were off last week due to illness, and we are back. So my brain is still working on coming back. Uh, everyone, we're excited to have you here today. We're doing 2017 Q4. That's right. We're finishing up 2017 with five games. We've got the news that y'all love. We got the memes, and then we've got a speed cap where Josh will be attempting a speed cap somehow. For Destiny 2, we'll see if he can succeed in that or if he will have to deal with some kind of punishment. Uh, as always, we are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. Thank you to those who watched the Trident birthday show a few weeks back. Josh and I were in one of the segments on that. That was a lot of fun to do, a lot of fun to hang out and actually meet some of the other people in those podcasts. So that was a lot of fun. As always, go rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever. Go in there, give us all the stars. Five stars, anything less than five stars, and we're going to be really sad that you did that for us. Um, we've got a lot to get through. We've got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, so let's just get into the let's get into what we're playing really quick. I'll go first. I usually try to save my stuff for last. Uh, I jumped into Hyperlight Drifter uh, recently. I, I reviewed Solar Ash. I want to say that was back in December or January for the Steam release. And I realized that those were the Hyperlight Drifter developers. Um, so I was like, yeah, hey, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. And guys, it's really good. It's basically futuristic Zelda. The game doesn't really tell you a lot. So like any, there's no dialogue. Anytime you go and talk to a character, all that pops up is like a screen of like, maybe, maybe it's like a painting of something that happened or maybe it's a part of the map. And yeah, you don't really get a whole lot of backstory. I fought the first boss wasn't the hardest thing in the world, but the game, the game is challenging. You're trying to like get upgraded weapons, get new abilities with coins that you find. Uh, the world is very desolate. Uh, it's kind of a mix of fantasy sci-fi. I'd say it leans a little heavier on the sci-fi side. And another comparison to Zelda, the first uh, village of people were birds. So I was like, for some reason, getting hardcore Wind Waker vibes, just thinking of like drink, thinking of Dragon Roost Island. And uh, I forget what, do you remember, what the, are those the Sotos? I forget what they're called. Jake or Josh, do you remember? I don't, I just remember that they were the evolution to the uh, Zora. That's really fucking weird that, yeah, the Wind Waker was, <laughs> Wind Waker, <laughs> there was all this water, but the Zora, like, evolutionized into birds. I guess Which maybe makes Zora's, absolutely no sense. No sense. I guess so Zora weird. were maybe fresh water and they couldn't, they couldn't handle all the salt water. I don't know. If that's uh, the case, then why in Majora's Mask did we see them on the beach? 
I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe there's freshwater and seawater Zoras. Maybe the seawater Zoras went extinct and the freshwater ones just got, grew wings. I feel like someone didn't do their homework and they just said, we need something cuter than the Zora. I got you, fam. The Hyrule schools don't believe in teaching evolution, so they don't acknowledge the Soto people. <laughs> they're like, no, they've been here all along. The Zoras, they're just dead. Uh, but Hyperlight Drifter has been fun. I'm looking forward to jumping into that. Now I kind of want to play Wind Waker after that whole conversation. Uh, I reviewed Have a Nice Death for Game Chronicles. I came away disappointed from it. That is a 2D roguelike where you play as death and you are trying to get your employees back in line so you can go on a vacation. Uh, it's a really, it's really weird story-wise because it's a story about work burnout and just like the bullshit work culture, but it has you playing as the CEO. So right out of the gate, it, that was really weird to like kind of get a hold of it because eh, CEOs, man, like I don't need to get into it. We all feel, everyone feel how, everyone feels how they feel, and I'm sure I've voiced my opinions on CEOs here. And then progression-wise, with it being a, ro a roguelike, it doesn't really feel like you're getting anywhere between runs. So, like, you can build up this great weapon and then lose this boss fight. Come back, you don't really... You're building from square one every time. And, I mean, there are other roguelikes like that, but I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere run to run. Like, oh, I had a really good run here. Hope my next one's good. Just because the weapons, like, there's a lot of weapons and they're all a lot of fun to use. But... I just felt like the game was just very, not very good about making you feel like you're actually getting better with each run. So that was unfortunate. Reviews up on Game Chronicles if you want to go check that out. Another game I've been playing, Back Firewall. Uh, it's a, that is a first-person puzzler. You are, a, you are an application trying to install an update on a phone, and the old OS basically hijacks you and says, no, you want uh, help me, I don't want to die. And so you're going through puzzles, you're going through different parts of the phone. It's very funny. It's very charming. Uh, my review for that will be going up by the time this show goes up. So check that out on Game Chronicles as well. Uh, it's a cute little story about like facing change and like how scary change can be. And it, you've got all these crazy apps running around just screaming they don't want to die and working and like one of them takes like a bunch of paint and like paints a bunch of like doom messages on the walls. Like we're all going to be deactivated. Like it's, it's very, it's very cheeky. It's very charming. I recommend it. Review will be up by the time you guys hear this. Uh, another game that uh, worked its way back into my rotation. Not happy about this, but it's back. I started playing some Iron Harvest again and it felt so, so good guys oh my god like so nick that's no. actually the reason why we're having this meeting right now is intervention yep. for those yep. who for those who've lived under a rock any time in the last year i've talked about iron harvest it's an rts set during the great war but with mechs uh i almost call it steampunk every time but it's diesel punk it's really good it's a lot of fun i was worried i was gonna suck at it but i jumped back in and felt great I, I, the controls felt like i never left them and I had fun the few games I played and then jumped out, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, I have a story about Hank here, about my dog, but we've got a lot to get through and a lot to talk about, so I'm going to save that for the next show. Uh, Josh, what have you been playing? All right, so I'm going to knock through the, the nitty-gritty stuff. Kind of got start back into Genshin Impact. I don't know why. It just did. Actually, I've gotten into mobile games in general. I started playing Raid Shadow Legends. No. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I just did. I just picked it up again. 
then playing Final Fantasy Brave Exvius as well. Don't know. It just all of a sudden I was like, I kind of want to play them again. It's been a while. And I picked them back up and I haven't stopped. Uh, I also picked up, uh, still playing Eldoran. I need to finish that review. It's really good. It's hard, but it's good. But the cream to the crop, Resident Evil 4 Remake. The best fifty dollars I've spent in a long time. Wait, there's only fifty bucks. Uh, I got CD the keys. CD keys got it for fifty bucks. Mm, mm. So far, I'm in, okay. So people may bitch that it's not the original, but they have said many times it's not going to be exactly the same. They wanted to add more of a horror aspect to it, and I'm in love with it. What what's what's so scary about it that wasn't scary about the 2005 release? So, four and five are very infamous, and I guess technically six for it felt more action. Like Leon didn't. Okay, for four, for example, Leon felt more like an action hero than he did. Like, if you compare two to four, for example, mm-hmm. it's it's a huge not a huge leap, but it's a big enough leap that it just seems like you know not so realistic, but somewhat. Whereas this, I feel like now he has more of a realist. Like he still has that the the training that he gets. But he's more realistic. It's not okay. So basically, the best way to put it is: Did you guys remember? Did you see any of the movies that they did? The animated, not animated movie. I guess it would be animated but what, movies. What makes it scary? Yeah, like Leon's less okay, action so, hero. But what makes it more scary? So what makes it more scary is it's just it's a more darker atmosphere. Uh, the enemies aren't as stun crazy as they were in the first one or the original. They, they definitely like you remember you could just be able to shoot them in the leg and then like maybe they like go down for a second then you shot them again they'd fall back mm-hmm. they don't do that they take a knee and they stand right back up ammo is more scarce to find so to solve that they actually give you a uh, or not give you you have to buy it uh basically it's a bolt gun that you can retrieve the bolts but you have to be able to make them and it's hard resource to find at first and so far all the fights that I've done, big fight wise, like the village or the the cabin fight, have just been super intense, and it's not like easily manageable. Like it's not like a the originally like you'd have like ten enemies you had to fight, fight at a time. It's you get swarmed, and they're not easy to keep knocked back, especially with the fact that you have to like manage your ammo much better. Like before, I used to be able to play the original four on pro. And basically knife everything. Your knife has durability in this. It can break. So can you, because uh, I, I don't remember if you could, you couldn't buy new knives, but can you buy like different knives in this? Or like are there so special one, knives? Like, hey, this one. So you, you have your, good. you have your original knife. That's like your main thing. It can be repaired mm-hmm. and it can be upgraded for durability and strength or how much damage it does. But then there's also kitchen knives. They're just plain kitchen knives you can pick up. They all take inventory space. They do eventually break. And then you also use them to help make bolts. That's cool. So all in all, I think it's it's just scarier because it's not like this over the top. You can find ammo everywhere. It's you have to be very careful about what you're doing and how you're managing your resources. Because right now, like I said, I've got all my guns at this moment that I have are fully upgraded. But it's the ammo that's the problem. I, I mean, I can make some pistol ammo, but I'm trying to save that for when I get to a boss fight because the only bosses I fought are, I can't remember the name for the damn fish, but the fish guy El and the first Eligante. Like that. No, no, okay. I was going to ask about Eligante. I remember not seeing any footage of it. Like, 
any of these trailers, any of these previews, and I was like, are they going to cut El Gigante? Like, no, has anything been cut? Has there been anything where you're like, I think they cut something? No. So what they've actually, uh, well, I'm trying to think now. I don't think anything was actually cut. What they did is, for example, one big change they did that I actually liked is uh, when Leon gets knocked out after finding Lu- uh, Louis, or Luis, um, and you wake up chained to him, so that's still a thing, but rather than being in a house and then you having to fight that huge fort area with the, you know, the cavern, mm-hmm. you start, you st- you're still tied up to Lewis, but you are in like a mining, like basically how, okay. So when you go, yeah, this is really confusing. After that part, do you know how you go into like that mine area where like, uh, there's the two furnaces, one has the spindle. Uh, in it one has the ammo and then you go down there's like a ladder that leads you down to fish yeah okay so you start there actually there's a like a little room you start in there and you work your way through that factory out heading towards the cavern because you have to get a uh, key to open the next door to get to the next area so like instead of you starting in that big cavern you go to there you you fight the waves of enemies and you're kind of stuck in there there's no place you can't go like there's nowhere to hide you have to fight through them all mm-hmm and then once you leave that area, you, it takes you into like a new section, which leads into like the, the chief's, uh, the chief, the village chief's place, which is also different. It's similarly built, but it's different. I, I hope they do Lewis some justice. Cause I always felt like they kind of throw him away way too quick. So far, he definitely has more character development where I'm at. Um, you like, but you know, like how before, like when you get to the, the cabin, like you, you've only seen him one other time and that's when he ran away from you mm-hmm. at this point, not only do I know and spoiler alerts for those who don't know lore of Resident Evil 4, cover your ears. Cover. Not only do you already find out that he previously worked for Umbrella, but you already know he's working with Ada. Okay. See, that makes more sense. I think that was something that was only like explored in notes. In the it original was notes, release. and then if you did the DLC or the not technically DLC, but the you know the like Ada's uh, story and uh, separate ways. He's extremely likable, so I'm just like, I kind of want to see you make it through this. The only thing I think I miss is like his uh, sarcastic jokes, like you know, like the I see the president equipped his daughter with ballistics. Oh, that was, yeah, that was so corny, though. <laughs> the the so corny, corny jokes aren't there, but he, he definitely has a lot more mystery to him, and I think that's what makes me, it, may, it makes him more of an appealing character so and, far. And then the merchant, I was reading that the merchant doesn't talk. No, he does. Okay, he doesn't he does. say, welcome. What, what, he does, what's it more like? What's it more like now? I mean, he still has, like, that raspy voice, but he just, you know, just talks like a normal fucking person. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't like to welcome you in a store. I mean, I wouldn't either. No, like, he'll make some comments that goes, oh, my back. Years of doing this. Like, I guess basically means carrying the, the team from, you know, being relevant. You know, you, you would think that, like, the people of this of this little village and island would, like, realize that, hey, this guy's supplying the guy that has taken us out. Kill that motherfucker. You would think you would think one of them would be like, "Oh, hey, uh, Salazar, go take out that merchant motherfucker." You would think, but all in all, I think it's a fantastic game. I think the one thing I would maybe say is like a, a hit and miss, but it just depends on how you look at it. 
is the missions you can do. So, uh, like, originally you could, like, shoot the 10 medallions or 15 medallions and get the Punisher. Mm-hmm. So they have, they have, like, these side jobs where you get spinels. And you use spinels to trade uh, for objects that are available at certain times. So, for example, for five spinels, you can get the Punisher. For 10, you can get the TMP stock. For uh, three, you can get uh, a piece of uh, uh, treasure. Treasure is uh, changeable now where you can actually... You find like the rubies, emeralds, and stuff like that, and you can actually lay them into the treasure and make them worth more. So yeah, that was the thing in there. It, it sounds like they're making a more narrative based, like, oh hey, like this guy has this crown and he wants to fill this up, and if you do this, we'll give you this upgrade, or we'll give you this weapon for a discount or for free. Not so much the weapon discount thing, but yeah, pretty much. That, I mean, it, that's, all in all, that's it's cool. much better. Like, it, I it, think it's it doesn't do much. It, it adds is. a little flavor. It, it yeah. But what it is, I think it's really good. The the in the inventory system is still the same. It's just more modernized. I love it. I'm still not used to it because it's been so long. But I love it. Honestly, all in all, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm still in the village, and I'm on chapter I think seven right now. And I think they said there's like sixteen or seventeen chapters. I'm still interested to see like when the videos start going up, like what's been cut. Cause like I've, I've been doodling around in my head, like, Oh, I bet that thing gets cut. Like there's a whole boss later in the game. Where I'm like, I'm sure they're going to cut that, but we'll see. If I had to guess for as far as if pulled content, I'm going to go with the lava room. I think that probably got pulled lava room. And Both I, lava I, rooms. for some reason, like part of my head, my head won't let me forget this, but I keep thinking you three is going to get pulled that whole cage, the whole cage over the pit fight. I could see that, yeah. I, cause just because it feels so different compared to everything else in that I game. I think if it's not, if it was the cave part, I think they would, or the the, the cage. I think what, at the end where you fight him, I think that part will stay. Well, we'll have to we'll have to check back in. And I mean, you'll you're gonna play this to completion. Josh is not going oh. to edge himself in Resident Evil. He's going to finish the game. Oh, I'm gonna beat it on normal, and then I'll go back in hardcore and cry and let you know how hard it is. Because right now I'm already crying how hard it is. So we'll know exactly. We'll know precisely if anything's been cut, and you're gonna be our field reporter on that, Josh. That's fine. You guys should have access to it too. So if you want to play it while I'm gone the next couple of days. Oh, yeah. I'm off the next two days. I'm literally out of town, so I won't even be able to play it. If I play anything, it's going to be my Steam Deck. Anything else on your uh, gaming list there, Josh? No, that's basically... Oh, I am going to go back. I've been playing Final Fantasy 8 and 9. You sick fuck. I know. I have a problem. I'm addicted. Josh, we'll we'll have a talk about this after the show. Jake, Jake, what are you playing? All right, back. Finally, finally. My turn. What the people came for what they came for the competitor all right so brahala your typical brahala and tft games you know uh we had springs 1v1 champs over the weekend um i played 65th without actually playing the game in the last three days before so i, th- I thought that was pretty good on my end um we got spring 2v2s this sunday and then the weekend after that, I'm off to San Diego for DreamHack. So it's going to be fun. Uh, TFT set 8.5 launched last Wednesday. It's been a grind. It's been fun. Uh, I played a little bit Apex, you know, your team deathmatch just to chill. Um, and then Street Fighter Duel. Pretty, it's a grindy game. It's pretty addicting. 
you you're a grindy person, Jake. So we expect it from you. I do. Yes. I do have a. I do have a question. I saw, and this is this one specifically for you. I have, the next one will be for everybody, but um, I saw that Multiverses Beta is getting sunset until 2024. Yeah, and I thought that was I, I laughed my ass off. I'm like, oh, this is exactly what people want to hear. Um, so Multiverses is the beta is closing in June, June July. And it won't launch till they say early 2024. But this is a Warner Brothers game. Didn't we don't know what's gonna happen? Time out. I'll, I'll I'll give the floor back after I I, I want to ask. Didn't pe- weren't people paying for characters to unlock them? Yes, and a lot of people were complaining about like they they bought the Founders Pack, which was like a good chunk of money. Not to mention skins in that game are overpriced in my opinion. Um, so a lot of people were like, oh, you know, can we get refunds or whatever? Or like, you know, no one really popped the question of, oh, hey, I'm sure we're going to get our shit when the game comes back up. But who knows? Who knows, you know, what's going to happen? Um, a lot of people, and from my opinion, I'm not sure if they're real about it or not. They're like, oh, the game so needs this. It so needs this. It, it, it's going to be better. Can't wait for it. You know, it's a good plan. And I'm just like, guys, Quit being a little bitch. We know you hate this idea. Because, like, what are you going to do then? What are you doing? Like, that was many, a lot of people, that was their main game. What are they playing now? They're going to go back you know? to Smash or uh, Brawlhalla. They're going back to something. They're going back to being a piece of shit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> weird. Like, oh, hey, you paid for this. See ya. Bye, Bozo. See, See you next yeah. year. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But we'll oh, see. Multiverses we'll see. people, they got you. They got you. They got your money and they gone. They got you. I, I laugh my ass off if like no one gets refunded. Or even what if the game doesn't even come out? What if there's like, yeah, we're canceling it. Financially, we just can't make this work, guys. We you know, we we I went mean, back like, to Mortal Kombat uh, people. We're sorry. <laughs> like they, oh oh they had game of the year, game fighting game of the year, which blows my damn mind. Because, oh, I mean, what they need to do is not make betas an option. I don't allow betas to be in any award categories. Uh, what they need to do is companies need to quit releasing betas and saying, oh, yeah, this is a great product. We're just, we're just going to let you guys play it and say it's finished. I, I think I think there are some companies that kind of like, yeah, they do a really bad job with that as opposed to like the ones who do a really good, like I'm thinking of like uh super giant games with Hades and I hope they do it for Hades oh, too. Let's see. That's fine. That's an example of how you should do it. But then you get examples of that or where they're, they're taking off where you battle state games where we're so many years into this beta and they're trying to release arenas and it's like, no, 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 no. You finish the fucking project you have in front of you, asshole. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, I think this comes, this all comes back to, games as a service kind of going out of style. I mean, look at all the games that have shut down over the last year. Uh, Knockout, what was that? Knockout City got shut down. Yeah, yep. uh, there's so many, I can't even fucking remember all of them. Like, just gone. Just fucking gone. So, and I, yeah, I think companies are just like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to put a game out that we have to support for like five, ten plus years. Which, which is, okay, but that's just it. So if you're going to do that, fine. Don't give it to me in beta. Give it to me as a finished product. I agree. I agree. Uh, the other piece of news I wanted to ask everybody about. Uh, so uh, 
Ubisoft is doing to E3 what our dad should have done before we were born and pulling out of E3. Uh, What, (laughs) what do you got? Hey, is it, is it over? Is it, is, is it cooked? E3 gone? So I think it's been a very hit and miss between there not being any, uh, being first off a lackluster of like fan view, like, they had the idea of letting fans finally go in. I think they took that back or they made it like almost impossible for a fan or a gamer like us to go rather than just press or, uh, you know, like big celebrities like, you know, YouTubers and stuff like that. Um, with like Nintendo doing their own thing and then like Sony kind of following suit, it was only a matter of time, I think. The problem is... Everybody and their brother is going to be like, oh, we're big enough. We can have our own. We're going to we're going to call it Ubisoft Day or something like they're going to come up with some stupid bullshit where they show us their trailers and no one's going to watch it. I, I think I think one of the biggest issues here is like like you said, all these all these devs, all these publishers have their own events and like the Nintendos, the Sony's, the Microsoft's, even the Ubisoft's of the world get away with EA too. EA too. Uh, they get away with it. The issue is that nobody yeah nobody wants to go to these big in person events because everything is in house now and one of my least favorite oh one of my least favorite things i hated i saw a few pop up for an event the other day the the uh, hey we're going to watch the nintendo direct and react to it live come watch with us yeah i hate those I hate reaction content it's the dumbest thing ever and yet we have viewers that just feed into it they just get sucked in like wah, wah, wah. i like reactions oh boo 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 boom i hate it oh he's jake hates it i i would honestly like and and i get mad because like i'll oh hey i want to watch the nintendo direct from the day and you go and google it and like nintendo direct will be right there but then under it are like 10 different thumbnails of people like we react i hate it a new zelda it. what so i I think E3 is dead. I'm saying this because I think E3 is dead and the internet is fucking killing it. But that's that's not a hot take. That's just what's happening. So I like so I just think oh. they need to just to give fans what they want. Like E3 was just closed off for so long and then COVID happened. I think they just need to make it a a crowd event like it, it should be. I think that would generate more hype. I think I think they need to do a Microsoft like a what Microsoft was doing in the 20, the 20 aughts and um, get in bed with indie developers. Like, yeah. Isn't that kind of like what PAX does? PAX has like your, yeah, that's where you see like, yeah, that's where you see all like all these like huge indie games that come out of nowhere is PAX. They have your mom and pops. Like I was looking at a game steam page and like, they'll have the announcements on there. And one was like, Hey, come fucking see us at PAX motherfuckers. I was like, hell yeah, that's cool. Did like, they actually say come see us at PAX, motherfuckers? No, I was, I was, um, over exaggerating. Over exaggerating. They're like, hey, we're going to be at PAX. Come see us, please. So, <laughs> so DreamHack does that too. DreamHack is a lot of uh, indie developers that come in. I think e- if E3 like lowers the price of their booths and says, hey, indie developers, you, hey, if you, if you buy a booth or you buy a table for this year, we'll give you a discount on the next year and then get it rolling and then just fucking go. You don't know what if you don't know what I, I kind of want them to just like look at Nintendo and, and Sony and Microsoft and just say, fuck you guys. We'll stick with the indie developers where the gaming gamers truly are uniting at. 
Nah, if, mm, mm. I I think more people are playing indie. But, mm, I I don't mm. I don't fully. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm saying like if like if they're wanting to like do their own thing, fuck them. Like why? So why am I gonna? Uh, I almost I had the word I was gonna say and I can't remember it now. Pander. Yeah, I'm not gonna pander to the fucking the three big assholes who are jerking off on my chest right well, now. Well, my my I issue might. my issue. So anytime pull up like a Call of Duty video or something. Or you hop on like a, the gaming subreddit. It's always motherfuckers that are getting like past their teenage years that are like, games aren't as good as they used to be. And I, anytime I see someone with that take, I'm like, motherfucker, are you still just playing Call of Duty? Like, there's all this, like, there's yeah. all this other shit over here. And that's the one good thing about React. That's the one good thing about React content is that. It might be so like Blanc, like Josh, you and I. Well, we were gonna stream it until stuff went down, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have played Blanc had I not seen it in a bigger event that I saw in a React video that I was hate watching. Oh, and back in the day, I probably never would have touched it. I was more like a triple A kind of guy, but mm -hmm. I'll admit right now, indie developers are the only reason gaming hasn't gone to complete shit, in my opinion. Like, don't get me wrong, there are still triple A companies out there that can release good good content it's just few and far between because they've gotten not that developers have gotten lazy it's the like the boards of the company or the head honchos who are like oh we need money now because we're hemorrhaging it and i need more money we need to release it right now you don't get more time the big boys just can't play the game anymore getting too big for their britches uh i love this conversation we should definitely do a deeper dive on the death of e3 in a later episode but guys 2017, what do you say we finish this bad boy? Oh, God, let's do it. Q4. First up, October 3rd, Forza Motorsport 7, a game you can't fucking buy anymore. You can't buy it. You can maybe find it on a store shelf somewhere. You cannot fucking buy it. I, I, I did the research. I did the research. I went on to the Xbox app to try and find this game. It appears... But then when you go to the page, it says, hey, this game is not available. This is the newest Forza Motorsport, and you cannot buy it digitally. For those who don't know what Forza Motorsport is and haven't heard us talk about it from the last six iterations, this is a, this is a racing sim, uh, the direct competitor to, Gran to Sony's Gran Turismo, uh, the better of the two, by the way. I don't know. Uh, not now. It, it was for a little bit, though. For uh, hot, like for I would say for a good uh, generation it definitely was. I think Gran Turismo has since then picked back up and it's gotten better. But I agree it, for the longest time this was a top dog compared to it because Gran Turismo had lost its edge. Forza was the first one. They were the first one to do the um, like the the brake lines to show you where to brake on the track. They were the first ones to do damage on the cars. Uh, stuff that for stuff that uh, Gran Turismo just wouldn't do at the time. This also, uh, this series is also big with customization. I remember buying, remember buying that Modern Warfare uh, design for the car, and he, I think it was either two or three. Uh, seven though got a lot of shit. So this is how how old now? This is coming up on six years, and uh, this one, like the progression, was really weird. You unlocked cars at a much slower pace cars were way overpriced i think there was some microtransaction bullshit in yep. here as well with microsoft i think a lot of their brands were uh hidden behind uh microtransactions 
and you couldn't oh what what else was it um yeah this is the last one in six years and like these games are like the showpiece of the console so like the newest one that's getting ready to come out it's going to look amazing and back when this came out this looked great it kind of looks a little murky here right now the one that we're watching but um yeah Forza is just not Forza is not the bell of the ball that it used to be no, I think with this one, they even like they've done down the customization, so it wasn't as in depth as it used to be. And I think they actually got rid of uh, the Ghost Racer, where you could do like your own uh, races with against your past selves or world best. You you can't buy it. it's great. You can't buy this anymore. You can't buy. You can maybe buy it in person. You Good can't luck. buy it online. It, it's crazy, and that's that's the down that's the downside of like having these deals with these car. Um, these car makers, like, hey, you can have our car for this long, and then it's fucking gone. It's kind of like the music soundtrack. Sometimes games just get pulled because they do, they don't want to go back and re up on their uh, their op their rights to use that music in the game. Um, Unless you're uh, Konami and decide that you want to keep uh, the Metal Gear franchise alive, then you do it. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy that this is gone. And I thought I thought it'd be fascinating to bring that up. You can't buy it anymore. You can't now, 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 now. Can yeah. I buy Overwatch One? Uh, mm, mm, your local Walmart. I guarantee you, it's still there. Kind of, but not really. Uh, a few weeks later, October twenty seventh, Super Mario Odyssey came out. Arguably, still the second best game on Switch, right, guys? Yeah. What's with, the, what's the actually best one? soon to be soon to be number three? Uh, best one is uh, Breath of the Wild, Jake. So the big one on this one, this was the this was the latest Mario, 3D Mario adventure. Uh, I think the last one before this was Super Mario Galaxy Two uh, for Wii or Wii U. I forget Wii forget U. that one's lineage. No, no, uh, it was Wii. Wii, yeah. So that was the last one. I don't think yeah Wii U had all the weird like new. Well, they had like the new Super Mario Brothers Two. I think. Yeah, I don't I don't count those in the 3D world. Either. I had yeah. one of those, and I was just like, this isn't. This it's like is a more 2.5 than it is a 3D. But uh, the the main thing, so the worlds are really cool on this one. The big change was that you could throw your hat. Was your hat called Cappy or yeah, something like Cappy. that? Yeah, Cappy. You could throw your hat and control enemies and move around as them. Uh, this one also apparently has a really good ending. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Uh, in fact, I've only seen it secondhand. I've never actually beat it. Uh, but it's just it's just the same Mario shit. You're running around collecting. It's moons this time, not stars, right? Ooh. I have played this demo in Target probably for about twenty separate times. <laughs> I mean, let's also go, Jake. I was say, aren't moons stars? Technically, no. stars are Jake. Suns are stars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, moons are moons, suns let's, are stars. Let's cut that. Let's cut that. No, we're gonna keep that. <laughs> we're, fucking, that we're gonna keep that. You fucking dipshit. Um, um, no, it's another Mario. Uh, if you like Mario, you'll like this. See, look, you just took control of that little rocket guy and flew around. Mario's jumping's always felt good. Oh, let's not forget this is uh, one of the first titles that uh, on the Switch that utilized the amiibos. Oh, for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, do P is that like a big thing for are people like mm, I need my amiibos? I mean, that's kind of, I mean, Nick, Nick, how how long did you did you collect the amiibos for? For a year, but I was I was um 
collecting them for that. resale. I wasn't collecting them to play with them as you toys. Still, you still collected them. But I you didn't can sit here and try to justify it all you want. I didn't you still fucking, did it. oh, let me put my Mario Amiibo on my Switch and get this cool Mario hey, thing. I still want to get the uh, the Wolf Link for Breath of the Wild. Some of those are pretty cool. Those are that was like probably cool. one of the coolest ones there. I'm like, God damn, I wish I would have had that. That would have been so cool. When they did the when they did the uh, Majora's Mask 3DS re-release, they had a cool looking uh, Majora's Mask figurine that I was like, oh, I want that so bad. Actually, I have uh, downstairs, I have a uh, Dark Samus, and I'm trying to find uh, a decent looking uh, regular Samus. Oh, the Amiibo? Oh, and I've got my uh, um, Metroid... Um, your your box, right? Your, SNES, your SNES box, right? Well, I've got the SNES box as well, but I got I got the uh, uh, Dread one. It's got the the new Samus and the what is they called the E something the for, the robot. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot they did Dread Amiibos. I think that was actually the last Amiibo they did. Yeah, I mean, I hey, I broke even. I I was glad to break even. Uh, this Mario was fine. It was a fun Mario. I'm sure they'll do another one either before the Switch is done or in time I feel for like Switch we might two. see another Sunshine because I've heard nothing but rumors of uh, Sunshine 2 possibly being a thing. I feel like Suns- Sunshine was middling. People still clamor to it, though. I liked it, but I feel like Sunshine was it. like really like in the middle. Like You either hate it or you love it. Well, I think it's going to be in collaboration with... like um... Mansion? No, the what's the ink? The Squidbillies, you know. Oh, Splatoon, the Splatoon. Splatoon. Thing. I think it'd be like in a collaboration with that in some way. She perform. It'd be a little. It'd be a little short, like vignette, kind of like how they did yeah, Bowser's yeah. Fury. Yeah. Just something like really quick, like, hey, this is what we could do if we didn't want to jack you guys around, play yeah. our fucking games, and then. I, <laughs> I mean, I think what would be cool would do a uh, Superstar Saga 3D. Super, oh, kind of like how they did the the 2D ones where there was the collection of games. Yeah. They kind of did that, didn't they, Josh? Yeah, actually, I've got a copy of that downstairs wrapped. That they don't fucking sell? Yeah, that It's wrapped because they don't fucking sell it anymore. Hey, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth something in 15 years. You bought it. You're like, oh, I know. I know. Dude, I've got a little collection downstairs of games I know for a fact are going to be worth shit. I buy copies and I don't touch them. I bought a wrapped Titanfall when they started taking it down off the internet. I was like, mm, maybe. Uh, speaking speaking of things that should be taken down, November 17th, Star Wars Battlefront 2. This is not the one. This, the, this is not the Star Wars Battlefront 2 you want. Um, this is not the one your granddad grew up on, okay? Hey, shock. Another game uh, brought down by microtransactions. This one was getting mm. into trouble before release. Uh, so I'm going to guess forward progression and unlocking certain characters was locked behind microtransactions, right? Uh, there was that and, uh, the whole, this is like the time where, oh, loot boxes, gambling scenario. I'm not saying that's not, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that's the whole situation that was going on. Well, it's really, I think it's really weird again. And I think it, it was the same issue in the first one, uh, Disney wasn't letting them really play like, hey, you can't have a pink stormtrooper. You can't do that. But the EA still expecting, still trying to find a way to monetize on the side, like, oh, loot boxes. And it was unlocking characters like, no, 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 guys, this is a bad idea. But EA was like, no, we're going to do it. And I think, didn't they do a Reddit AMA where they have like a copy paste? We believe, we believe. Oh, yeah. uh, It's about experience. 
Oh, and people fucking lost it. I think I saw that copy pasta the other day on something. I forget what it was. But is, is this yeah. the game that killed loot boxes? Yeah, uh, I, probably. Uh, I think this is like the the start of it being like, yeah, this is the the results of loot boxes being canceled. I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I kind of wish, so I forget what country has it, but a few countries actually, maybe in Europe ha- or is it China, have the law where like they have to show you the probability of like each thing in a loot I think box. it's China. Is it China? And yeah. I kind of wish we had that over here because then my ass, like I'm thinking of like Gwent and like other games I play with loot boxes, but yeah, it's just, I think the loot boxes feed upon people who have that addiction gene like you know when you're game like i don't have it because if i lose any money at anything in a casino i feel terrible i just mm-hmm. man that was five dollars it's gone forever so from the loot box standpoint i don't look it i can't sit there and be like, okay i need to get darth vader i'm just gonna keep pumping money into this until i maybe get a darth vader and yes. I, yeah like it's a little yeah it's a little different when you're getting constantly getting other things back but i can't yeah like i wouldn't be able to sit there and be trying to get this set thing. I mean, yeah, loot boxes in general are just, I mean, I keep thinking of CSGO as the biggest example. I mean, just hearing like Mikey and Matt, our little brothers, just hearing them talking to their friends about how much money they spent on these crates. That, oh yeah. It, we, it we makes me sick to my stomach. We won't publicize those numbers, but oof. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I'm like, I'll spend money on a game willingly but i will never spend that kind of money on that shit because it's not i mean don't get me wrong if you get if you get a return you're lucky if you see your money back as far as like if you get a really good find but the chances of that happening pretty sure you have better odds of getting struck by lightning or actually winning the lottery i just with with star wars battlefront 2 i don't understand ea like you had the sole rights to star wars and video games for a good chunk of years and this is what you do with it. Uh, they had these two battle uh, battlefield games. Um, I'm sorry, Battlefront. Sorry, sorry for the Battlefield fans out there who still no, love Battlefield. They're, no, well, they're, they're still uh, clamoring, and people, yeah. <laughs> EA so, in general has just shat on everything. They had this, and they had the respawn game that did a lot better, and has that sequel coming out soon. Uh, and that was it. Oh, they did. They did Road Squadron. Road Squadron was another one that was okay. I mean, I mean yeah, it was fine. I mean, I I bought it. I played like three missions into it. And I haven't touched it since. This one had a uh, this one had a story too. Uh, this one had a campaign, which was apparently ass. <laughs> oh, it was ass. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I know I I don't know him personally, but I I know one. I was aware of one of the writers. He had recently left IGN to go work on this, and I just remember thinking like. Uh, you know, I didn't like him on the podcast. Whenever he was on the podcast, I'd turn the volume down just a little bit. And I realized the irony of saying that is the guy that people probably turn down a little bit when he's talking on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, so when they brought him in to do the story, I was like, did you guys want a story or a good story? I don't know. I won't say his name, but... <laughs> yeah, they, honestly, at this point, it's like... They didn't even try. Honestly, EA just does not try anymore. Like, name something that they have been not not maybe as a publisher, but as an actual developer. Name something in the past couple of years that they have done that's been like phenomenal. Uh, mm. Phenomenal. I mean, like Ragnarok. Good. Josh. 
Josh. Yes. You fucking hypocrite. Aren't they attached to dead space, you asshole? Uh, I said, oh, I said develop. No. I didn't say publish. I said develop. Hey, their sport uh, games still do okay for them. No. Their sport games are no. still around. No, okay, no sports games. Don't give me that bullshit. You got those people like oh, LeBron or oh, uh, I can't name a fucking quarterback to save my life right now. Jesus I actually, Christ. I actually did that earlier. I, I ooh, LeBron. That was the exact conversation I had with myself looking in the mirror. Uh, moving on, <laughs> before this gets weirder, uh, November twenty first, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. And I know what you think. You're like Nick. I know all the Animal Crossings. Which one is this? This is the mobile one that. Uh, I forget who the developer is, but Nintendo, this is when Nintendo had a hair up their ass and they wanted to have all these mobile games. Yeah, um, this is the weird time where they wanted to have Mario run and yeah. So this, it, you set up a camp. It, it's kind of like having your house that you set up, but you were waiting for stuff to happen. And there, I mean, normally in Animal Crossing, you're waiting, hey, look, I got to, oh, the, the crazy fox that sells the paintings won't be here for another hour. Okay, I'll go. There's a lot more waiting in this game. There's way more waiting. Um, oh, hey, you did this. And I don't know, animal, any of these Animal Crossing games, I don't pers- I'm not the biggest fan just because I'm not a fan of waiting. But just, I don't know, man. It just it felt too much like a mobile game and not like Animal Crossing is what I'm going to guess people didn't like about it. And I think uh, it was... Well, the fact that it is a mobile game? Uh... No, that's what I'm saying. I, and I think that the <laughs> fact that you played it horizontally wait is it horizontal vertically this is 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 this vertical yes it's vertical that's right you play it vertically this this is vertical (laughs) you're killing me you're killing me (laughs) the fact that you play it vertically like i remember playing this when i lived in north carolina and i only played it one or once or twice and i was like oh this sucks like i'd like i want the i want the horizontal what are you doing yeah see look at look at how much time you had to wait uh or how much time you had for those goals you had stretch goals um, I just I didn't like it. Nick, I'm gonna blow your mind right now with this revelation. Oh God! Uh, one, anytime anything has anything relevant to mobile in it, like Pocket, it's gonna be shitty, especially if it's a mainstream thing. The, the odds of it being good are very slim. I would say, Jake, in your opinion, other than Street Fighter, what's the latest game that has been a console game that was actually good? Hey, 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 cell phone. Do you mean a mobile game? Well, I meant, so for example, Animal Crossing was a console game before it became oh, this okay, crap. So other than Street Fighter, can you name one uh, as of recently? I, oh, as of recently? I don't yeah, know. I haven't than, really been looking into that. But okay, I was within say, the past like five years. I would say Final Fantasy games. Okay, that's fair. Into the Breach is pretty good on mobile too. Okay, but still to my point, <laughs> it's going to be, it's probably not going to be really good. The statistics are there. Second thing, um, Every freaking ad that you'll see is going to give you bullshit. That's the only two guarantees that it comes to mobile games. But hey, you get you get free coins. <laughs> get these coins for watching this ad. Hey, well, well, you can also if you use this promo code, you get seven hundred and seventy-seven uh, draws. You I might think, get lucky. I don't think it was this guy. I forget what game was doing it, but like you would watch ads and get stuff, and they were they announced that they were doing something where. If it, if it didn't sense your eyeballs, if the ad wouldn't play. There's a couple of them actually doing it now, even. Or it's, it is, it'll still play it, but when I'm not looking at it, the my screen starts to like go into like sleep mode and then stop. Hard pass I wish, game. Hard I pass. wish 
<laughs> I wish like YouTube and Hulu ads were like that where I wasn't watching. Oh, hey, hey, no, go back to the show. All right. No, like it. No, like these, like the ads, like stop, like the ones I've heard about the ads stop until you look at them again. Uh, yeah, you so can't, you can't look uh, away. Like what I like to do is I'll turn, I'll mute my phone and oh, just yeah, set I'm it just down gonna... and come back a minute later. Yeah. That's what I would do. But now it's sounding like they're like, mm, we know what you're fucking doing. We want to see those eyeballs, bitch. It's like, oh, you want me to delete the game? That's fine with me too. Like I'm not gonna delete it for the what that right now because, like I said, it's I don't have to keep an eye on it. I just have to make sure I look down so it doesn't fall asleep. Otherwise, I have to open it back up and press play. But I have caught. I actually tested. It. I was sitting there one time and I pressed it and I'm like. Okay, I looked away and I did it, and I was like, "Okay, what the hell?" So then I made sure it was the next ad was the same exact ad, and when it did it, when I stared at it the whole time, it didn't do it, and I'm like, "You motherfuckers are watching my eyes." <laughs> they're watching. They're always watching. And speaking of watching, I'm watching this Animal Crossing video. It seems like there's a lot more to do here than what I remember. I just remember because I played it the day it came out, and it just felt very limited. So maybe, maybe everything I said, complete shit. I don't know. I haven't touched the game in six years. I'm going to go ahead and say that there's a reason no one remembers this one. For good reason. Goodbye, Animal Crossing Pocket Edition. Uh, finally, finishing out 2017, December 8th, Hello Neighbor. Is This this is the game where you're sabotaging the neighbor's house, right? No. No. So the neighbor is hiding something, and you got to figure out what the hell it's the neighbor's Basically Disturbia on crack. Okay, I like that. They actually have was, the sequel coming out, I think, later this year, right? I it's already out? I think it might have already been out. I don't know. I don't I haven't really followed it since this one came out. Uh, I just remember a lot of uh, content creators on YouTube, this was a huge uh, game that a lot of them like played. I'm getting like a like I'm getting like it's um, Outlast meets Zombie Ate My Neighbors art style. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. That's yeah, close enough. Like this I mean, guy holding the baseball, I, I think he's Dave with the pot on his head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's, that's any gamer that plays this. Yeah. <laughs> Damn those. Yeah, gamers. it starts out Nick like the outside. It looks like just a regular house to an extent, and then the further you get into the house, the weirder it gets. I mean, what could the what could so for those not watching, this is the first person. Uh, looks like it's a survival game. You're in the house. It looks creepy. How bad could the secret be? Is he killing people? Is he eating people? He's doing something to people you shouldn't be doing to people. I don't oh. know. I don't know the whole background of it. All I know is that, like, so he, it's not that, like, you're in the house you because he, he tries to get you out of the house. He yeah, like he, you, out. you start outside, you try to break in or sneak in, but he's always on alert and he, he gets smarter and he starts to learn how you're doing things. Yeah, yeah, he catches patterns. That's like the unique thing about this game. And this is the guy that's on the box, the like the weird looking yes. guy with the mustache. Yeah. Okay. Because yes. he's yeah. not scary at all. Like every time I see that, I'm like, he's so goofy. What's that neighbor doing? That's what I think every time I see. Oh God, okay, he's kind of scary <laughs> right there. <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of overwhelming. Oh my God. Oh, look, at, yeah. look at all those locks. He's not going to get out. Oh, he's going to catch him. Oh, he's fucked. Oh, just... nope. <laughs> I think he just. I think he just murdered you, man. Okay. Yeah. I keep thinking of the demo where he just kept throwing you out. Oh, and now your foot's all fucked up. Well, no, you're just missing your shoe and you have a hole in your sock, apparently. So this is a big streaming game from the sounds of it. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm sure the sequel will be just as because I think there's actually two of them. 
I might hop on Wikipedia and see what this is about. Uh, anything else on Hello Neighbor? Fun little game. I've tried it once or twice. Well, then with that, I'm going to say goodbye, neighbor. Goodbye, neighbor. Uh, Josh, guys, hey. Well, not Josh. Guys, we did it. We made it through 2017. It's over. It's finally yeah. over. Thank God the nightmare is over. The nightmare is over. Josh, ready to do some news? Yeah. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister? It's time for old news. All right, Josh, take it away. All right. October 13th. IGN acquires Humble Bundle. Uh, so I have a question. So for those yes. who don't know, Humble Bundle is you, you pay for the service. You get a bundle of games every month. You can either use them yourself or give them to your friends. Did Humble Bundle start to suck after IGN bought them? Yes and no. Yes, because everybody was already tired of Humble Bundle by then. And like they kind of like the idea at first was fantastic. And after that, it just was like, eh. You only got so many games. Only so many people got in. And, and unfortunately... For most people, like not for us, but for most people, a lot of it is indie games. And people don't want indie games. They want the AAA titles. Give me that Call of yeah, Duty, baby. Pretty much. <laughs> and a lot AAA. of it's tied to Steam as well. I think now, as of like the past couple of years, they've gotten a little better. Like they, I think they've brought in some epic games. And uh, the other, the, the, is it GOG or whatever it is? The GOG? Yeah, and I think that's better for it. Just because I, people, I, I saw a meme the other day where someone was like, it, it's coming out tomorrow on Epic. And like the person's like, so it'll be out a year on Steam. And like it was four panels of them are, but it's out tomorrow. Well, it'll be out in a year. And I think people get overly too attached to their library on Steam. I get the appeal of wanting to have all your stuff in one spot, but you're giving Valve too much power. You're true. But then again, if you think about it, it's the same thing if you have a console. I'm just not, I'm throwing not, it, I'm throwing it out there. It's basically the same thing. Not 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 a hundred not a hundred percent. That's why I said that's why I said basically. Okay, monkeys. Let me but tell you something. On. Let me tell you something. Steam was first. It doesn't matter who's first. I don't give a shit who's first. I want I, uh, I what I don't want to happen is Steam. Oh hey look look at that epic epics fucking off they're like ah we don't want to fuck with the epic game store and then steam has the monopoly and it's like, oh hey you know all those sales where sh shit was the price were lower shit's gone and you've kind of seen that because i don't think steam sales have gotten anywhere to where they were before i started using but see, steam. Uh, that's just it you don't if you're a true pc gamer you don't go to steam to buy your games you go to humble bundle you go to cd keys you go to green man gaming you go to all these other websites that have them yeah, but you're still getting the Steam access code. No, no, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. That's not where I'm disagreeing at. It's just people need to realize you don't have to go directly to the source to buy it. You can just Steam go to is, other places, third-party sellers, and buy it that way. Steam is still getting that money. Those keys just don't fucking pop up. <laughs> oh, they get maybe a percentage of it. Still getting some money. Well, I can't help you there. Moving on. October 17th, Visceral Games the developer of Dead Space series, was shut down by Electronic Arts. R.I.P. Visceral. You fucked up when well, EA they, was your daddy. <laughs> they came back, though, and they did great. Yeah. Good for them. I still need to finish it. I mean, I beat it, but I need to go back and play it on the harder mode. Uh, November 9th, 
uh, EA announced that uh, they acquired Respawn Entertainment, the creators of Titanfall. This is fucky. I didn't realize there was this much of a gap of a, this small of a gap between. Hey, we're shutting down Visceral. Hey, we're buying Respawn. Like I feel like the people at Respawn probably heard they were getting bought well before this was announced to the public, and were like, "Uh, fuck." <laughs> I mean, it's probably equivalent to when I found out that uh, the owners of one of the, uh, my old jobs sold the company. And I'm like, pretty sure they're going to start firing people once they come in. And sure enough, that's what they did. And I was out of there. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. I'm gone. <laughs> they're like, oh, God. Uh, EA, so we'll be shut down in a year. Okay, bye. <laughs> but <laughs> well, no, all right, hey, so. <laughs> Respawn, Respawn's actually their golden cow right now. So. Uh, well, yeah, now. But I wonder if like there's a handful of people who are like, I wonder if Activision is hiring. No, nobody wants to go to Activision. Nobody wants. Well, to that hire. was that's joke. That was a joke. <laughs> it wasn't a very good one. <laughs> I thought joke, it was funny. Just I joke. thought it was funny because we haven't gone to those allegations yet. Anyway, and sad news to end it all. December twenty eighth, swatting in Wichita, Kansas, caused by a dispute between two Call of Duty. World War II gamers over a dollar fifty wager leads to a man unrelated to the dispute being shot and killed by police. First of all, it was over a buck fifty. Yep. Second of all, it was over Call of Duty World War II. Not even a good Call of Duty game. No. Sw- nope. Swatting is the dumbest thing ever. We were t- we were talking about this in text of just about how dumb th- these were. Are these streamers? Were these were streamers, right? Either uh, of these guys streamers. I think they're just, no, I think think they're just gamers. Just gamers. Yeah, I think they're just gamers. I don't. Th- you're thinking of the one that uh, happened after it, where the guy was streaming and then got swatted live. Yeah, I, swatting's really dumb, and swatting's something that, for those who don't know, you call you call in a, a fellow, you call the cops on a fellow gamer and say they have hostages, and then the SWAT team kicks their door in. Uh, it's kind of a fucked up thing. It's been happening. Was this the first? Like, was this the first recorded swatting? I think it was like the big one because the guy died. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was the first one, but it's it's probably like a big deal just because yeah, the guy died. And now you see it with you see it happening a lot more streamers now. And I mean, we were talking earlier about how streamers, like the whole streamer meta right now, is just be beefing with one another. Like for somehow streamers think they're rappers. They're not. They're not. And so. Yeah, it's really dumb. It's really dumb that that happened, and that really sucks for that family. Mm-hmm. And I hope the guy that called the SWAT is getting fucking his ass swatted in whatever prison cell he's in. You know, I, think, I mean, as of recently, at least that I can think of, I don't think anything has really happened. There might be a few instances, but I think if they've got, I think law enforcement has gotten better about it. But it's it's just a really shitty thing. Like of all things to do, first off, wasting taxpayer money on this the stupidest shit. Just killing people. It's it's a fucking video game. Like I kind of like if if you are that mad about something happening in Call of Duty World War Two, you need to be stuffed in a fucking locker. Uh, I was thinking more like you need to be lined up and uh, have oh. a final prayer. <laughs> yeah, I will. I, hey, if you if you. Hey, I'm going to offer this to all the gamers listening. If you have a Call of Duty beef, give me a call, and I will personally drive over to your house and stuff you in a fucking locker. I'll do that for you. It's for well, you. Nick, they, they invented the cure. What's the cure? Bullet to the head. God Yikes. damn. Let's get out of the fucking news. <laughs> okay, we got to get out of there. We got to get out of the fucking news. Uh, Jake, you got a meme for us? Meme time. Yep, I got you. Oh, this one stinks, man. 
All right, here we go. Here we go. E3 2017. Star Wars Battlefront 2 has free content instead of season pass. The next day. E3 2017. Star Wars Battlefront 2 will have microtransactions. I totally remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I just like how the, the troops on there is like sectors clear. Not clear. Not clear. <laughs> oh, oh man. Dude. I just I remember for some reason I just remember the backlash for this game. There's there's something about there's something about the end of 2017 that I just remember. Like I remember this. I remember the new Assassin's Creed coming out and people like being like, guys, Assassin's Creed is back. And I remember thinking like, no, it's not because they're just going to do this again next year and the year after. And it's just going to happen. It's just going to be like, oh, we're tired of this Assassin's Creed. No, I, I, I think, think oh, I mean, it's I like it's like Call of Duty saying that, oh, we're actually going to take a year off. It's like so then you're going to make the same game that the following year. Just <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, because well, that I mean, game they're working on that won't come out until 2024. They've already been working on that for a while, so it's not like they're, it's not like they're going back to like, if there's anything like brand new, like on a brand new engine or something crazy different from what we were expecting, it probably won't be until 25 or 26. So it's just like, are you're taking a year off, but really, are you? Like I said, at this point, if you're if you're releasing a new title every year, you know, you might as well be up there with sports. Why? Stop doing it. Just leave it alone. No, okay, let me rephrase that. No, I'm, I'm talking. I'm saying, I'm saying they need. Yeah, they need to like. No, I, I'm agreeing. I'm saying like, yeah, fine. For you, they can do that. If you're still buying said games, why? Because they, there are, there are uh, people who buy one game a year, and that is the game that they buy. What they need to do is I don't know why they have a lot of companies haven't done this like yet, but look at like CS:GO. Look at League of Legends. Hell, look at Valorant. Like, these games have been out for a while. All they do is keep updating. Just put cosmetics on the, the label and or in the, the market, and you're going to get people, like, coming. Well, and they won't I, do it until it makes sense, but, like, for a while I've thought, like, do, do, like, instead of, like, Madden 23, just do Madden. And then every year you put out a new release of the, because what you want every year is that new roster. You want what the new yep. roster is. Hey, get the new roster for 10 bucks. But see the issue, the issue becomes that like, they're like, but we could get 60 by putting a little bit of work and maybe changing one thing and putting out a, um, and you, you can't see me on the video. I'm air quoting, putting out a new game. <laughs> Nick, I'm going to blow your mind with this. You ready for this? You can literally get the stats for each player in the new game. You could create said teams in a, in a in a sim for the old game. Updated roster. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. But there are people, there are people, lazy people like me. Who are like I don't want to do all that. Just fucking give me, give me the new game. Just throwing it out there. If I you're know. gonna sit here and argue with me with roster at that point, I'm gonna I know. be like, no, it's not, not six. I agree with you. Give, give me the new updated stuff. Like. 20 bucks like give me a season like it's a cheap season pass to to credit the amount of effort you had to put in for your you know the updated rosters maybe updated colors whatever give me that sure i i and make it last for like 10 years then you can update the engine or whatever by all means don't give me the same fucking game same engine you removed two things and brought one thing back that you took away last year just let me have 2k football back that was 2k5 was Still the best football game ever made. 
All right. Hey, we got a speed cap coming up. Josh is going to be doing Destiny 2. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back for that speed cap. Everybody, see you in a few. And we're back. Hey, everybody, I have a confession. I've been saying Josh is speedrunning Destiny 2 this whole time. He is not, he is speedrunning Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, he picked that over Zelda a few weeks back, if you remember. Uh, Josh, do you still feel comfortable doing Horizon Zero Dawn? I do, but I want to. I want everybody to know one thing. Nick always gets mad at Jake for not listening, or you know, going back to the podcast when we have questions, and he didn't do it. So, Nick, I'm calling you out. Josh, I swear I texted you guys and said Horizon Zero Dawn. I swear. And, and I Jake swear is it. my witness, the witness that you said it. Destiny Two. We'll 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 go back to the text and we'll determine. But so for those who haven't heard of Speed Cap before, we have the Speed Capper who runs through a quick synopsis of the game in five minutes or less. We have the Quizmaster who has made a list of things they want that Speed Capper to cover. There's a score that that person, that Speed Capper achieves by covering those things. Uh, the max score is 50 points. Uh, speed Capper wins if they score a, more than 30 points. If they score 30 or below, they lose. If Josh, lose, if Josh loses the session, you know what he's going to have to do. You know the classic American novel, The Outsiders, but S.C. Hitton. Josh is going to have to record an audio version of this book, and we're going to upload that for everybody to enjoy. The American classic S.E. Hinton's The Outsider. Josh, are you excited to read the first book you've ever read in your life? No. It's a good I'm one. I'm not going to read it. It's a good one. You're hey. going to have to read it out loud into the microphone, into the camera. It's going to be amazing. Before we get started, Nick, I hope you stub your toe. Oh, I'm you probably. You piece of shit. I'm probably going to. Uh, so, yeah, Josh, I didn't do any DLC. Uh, just think main game. Thank God. Um, you, like you said, you love this game, so I think you're going to do great. Okay? If I remember half the crap, I can't remember everything. Uh, for those who want to play along at home, we do have a PDF of the score sheet, both the blank one and the completed one in the show notes. Check that out unless you're driving, which in case if you're driving, get the fuck off the phone. Uh Josh, are you ready to go? Oh, God, as ready as I can be. All right. When you see the mark hit five, go ahead and get started and Godspeed, Spider-Man. Okay. So um, the game starts with Alloy uh, as a, a child basically being taken in by Rost um, to be like a uh, outcast. Um and it then starts with uh, uh, showing Ellie grow up and learn how to hunt. And she uh, falls into a cave, gets her uh, focus, which is the device that allows her to basically, it's like the HUD of the game, uh, but it basically lets her see things others can't. It's kind of like an advanced uh, visual that can like scan things, show weak points in the enemy, stuff like that. Um, so after she gets that, she starts to like, basically become fascinated with the technology of the world. Uh, for those who aren't aware, this is set in a post office world. It's uh, in between, uh, I can't remember the States, but it's in the United States. It's between like Wyoming and something else. I'm pretty sure. Um, so basically it's their first century. Mach uh, machines have basically started to take over the world. Uh, and like in animalistic ways, like they have like deer machines, alligator machines, hawk machines, basically. 
uh, and humans are basically dubbed down to basically like almost like uh, uh, tribes, like who hunt with spears and bows and stuff. And they basically learn to not not so much fear uh, technology, but respect it enough that they don't fuck with it. Um, so uh, Ellie basically wants to find out where how, where she's from because she doesn't know, and Ross won't tell her. Ross says, "Okay, well, if you go to the Nora tribe and you go to the Proving and win, the matriarchs who are like the leaders of the tribe might give the information." Ellie goes. She. Uh, in the middle of it, they get attacked by an unknown group of cultists. Uh, they basically start to kidnap and murder uh, a bunch of them. Mainly try to murder, but they do try to take a couple of them with them. Alloy and a couple of them are able to fight them off. But then their leader, or somewhat leader, kills Ross while he was trying to protect her. And she he throws her off to save her. Um, the Nora welcome you into the tribe. Some of them unwillingly. And then you actually offer to become their, um, I think it's uh, it's Harry Potter, Seeker. You become their Seeker, who is basically like, you go out and travel amongst the world on behalf of the Nora tribe. And the journey follows Eloy as she not only learns more about the world outside of the outcast and Nora tribe, but uh, just basically learns about what happened in the past that led the uh, the events to where you're currently at as far as why did this all happen? Uh, why are there machines? Why humans are the way they are? Why is technology forbidden? Um, and you actually eventually meet up with, uh, I forget his name, it's... Basically, it's Lance Riddick, it, R.I.P. Uh, but basically, he is... Uh, shadow figure sort of who kind of helps you he knows more about technology than anybody and he kind of helps you uh discovering what happened to uh civilization prior to all that uh and you eventually find out that uh there was a company that basically was building these machines to help uh terraform the world to be better and there was one piece of technology that was kind of like corrupted and Everybody told them, or your main character, not Alloy, but Alloy is like a clone of one of the scientists. Scientists kept trying to tell the CEO, like, hey, don't do this. It's a really bad idea. He didn't listen. When he set off this technology, basically it was Gaia, who was the terraforming uh, AI that's able to rebuild the world, was being counteracted by Hades, who was kind of like the countermeasure to Gaia if Gaia got out of control. Hades went haywire, started affecting everything, and Gaia had to go into, like, shutdown mode to stop Hades from doing it. And the you find out the whole time that it's actually Hades that is leading these armies to try and destroy mankind to make the world better. Um, eventually you go through all this, you stop the cultist. Um, you do just, you destroy Hades, but if ends, ends up Lance Riddick's character ends up getting his essence, or not his essence, but is like, his backup to him. And he's like, Hey, well we can help. We can be mutual benefits uh, partners. If you answer a few of my questions Sh- leading to like, he's an, uh, basically like a double agent, but I'm sure there's more to it. I haven't played the next one after that. And I think this is where I give up because I basically don't know what else I missed. And there's like the Citadel and I don't know. Bye. Mm. Holy crap. This is our first in a while, our first feed cap that went the whole five minutes. Josh, congratulations on getting through that. Uh, 
So I know I, I pulled, didn't make it though. There's a big chunk of it I missed, but I pulled I pulled everything. I pulled everything from uh, what is it called? From Wikipedia. So everything I saw, I pulled from Wikipedia. <laughs> but you, hey, you detailed it out, baby. I loved it. It was good. Uh, Josh, I have some bad news for you. I did not make it, so I'll be reading. Uh, your score is twenty-seven point five. Wait, did I get it then? No. No. Oh, it's no, it's 30. 30. No. It's 30. It's 30. God damn it. And there were some points where you were close, but I didn't give it to you because you didn't say exactly what I was looking for. You're Are you a ready? Sick son of a bitch. Are you ready for this? No. Are you ready to be disappointed? God damn it. All right. So, uh, sorry if you can't see this on the screen. Again, we do have a copy in the show notes. Uh, first, you named Alloy, so you got full points. You named Rost. I gave you full points. Uh, you did not mention the proving. You did not mention the proving. You might have mentioned she went on a, a quest, but you did not I mention did the proving. I did say the proving. Jake, do you remember hearing the proving? Uh-huh. Okay, I missed the proving. I said, he, I said she had to go to the proving, and if she won, they would let her into the tribe and probably divulge the information where she came from. All right, so that puts you at 32.5. So, hey, you don't have to read. There you go. Hey, God. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, you didn't mention Helis. Uh, you did mention Ally was named a Seeker. You mentioned Lance Reddick, but I was looking for the name specifically. His name's Silence. Uh, old World Destroyed by Pharaoh's Machine. You were talking about the machines destroying the world, but I was looking for Pharaoh's. I wanted well, the name of the company. Pharaoh's is the name of the company. Yeah, yep. I, forget, I couldn't remember the name. Uh, you mentioned that Gaia shut down in order to stop Hades. Uh Gaia self-destructed to stop Hades, Josh. I need to remember that, but I don't at the same time. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Alloy destroys Hades. You mentioned it was Earth. Uh, I believe that was a big twist at the time, right? Yeah, because no one knew exactly what it was, but you find out that it's like you're in the United States and all the shit that went down when you go to the Pharaoh's headquarters or what's left of it. All right, and then you uh, you find Sobek's corpse, uh, corpse at the end. That's a character throughout your journey. Uh, and then Hades traps Silence. I gave you a half points for that. Uh, so, hey, at the end of it, you end up scoring 32.5. You, you survive, but this will be back. This will be back. So keep your head on a swivel because there will be speed caps out there that will get you when you're not looking. He Everybody was so eager to make me read that book. Hey, Josh, just make sure when you have to do it for Nick, tell him a different game. That's a good point. I'm going to do that. And then uh, wait until like two minutes before we actually do it and then say something. I swear I texted you. I swear. Guys, we did it. We made it through 2017. And we're coming up close to the being caught up with time as it is. Uh, I don't think we've announced this on the show, but... Once we have caught up on the years, we are going to do deep dives on games. So keep an eye out for that. That should be sometime later this year. Uh, but for now, we'll be back with 2018 Q1 next week. Uh, as always, me, Nick, you can find me at on Twitter at that Kaufman. I'm actually taking a break, but I'm still on there. So you can still find my stuff there. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat, Nick Fat Knight. Found out my upload speed's not what I thought it was, so I got to go call and bitch to my internet provider. You can also find my reviews on Game Chronicles. Go check them out over there. I've got almost 50 reviews up. I might hit 50 and take a small break. Uh, Josh, where can the people find you? You can find me anywhere at I'm Josh Sang. You can't find them anywhere. Almost anywhere. Damn. Almost anywhere. Jake, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, For now. For now. For now. Uh, 
I made a kick account, but I haven't really done anything with it yet. He's going to um, gamble on there. Yeah, I'm going to gamble or yell at people online. I don't know. Um, yeah, you can find me at Jakey Boy Kaufman. Um, and by the way, Josh, Nick did say Horizon. On- I saw the text message after, and I'm like, God. No, but he said, I believe. And then when he came back when we were going to attempt to record before I got sick, he said Destiny 2. Hmm. We'll, 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 let the, we'll let the courts decide this. I'll see you in court. I'll see you in court, fucker. I'll see you in court, you son of a bitch. Uh, as always, you can find Smashing Game Time anywhere you get podcasts. You can also find us on uh, Twitter. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok for now. Uh, basically, anywhere you have the social medias, except for Facebook, because fuck them. Um, as always, rate and review us wherever. I think I already said that, but rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Five stars anything less and we're just going to be sad uh thank you again to the trident network for having us on their show the past weekend and just for having us in their family it's been really cool go check out our siblings thank you to alex marvin clark for our intro and outro song hunt him down everyone we will be back next week this has been smashing game time we all hope you had a smashing great time we'll see each and every one of you next time i'm gonna hunt you down nick <laughs>